Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network, please check out our Patreon page and consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. You are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a Final Fantasy 13 series game club podcast. This is episode 6, covering the second part of the Luxarian quest of Lightning Returns. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is... Matt Marcus. Letcher. And Kyle Thompson. Hello, Kyle. Hello. Hello. Hey again. <laughs> Somebody tell me what we did last time. I forgot to write it down. <laughs> uh, la- last time in the podcast or last time in Luxurion? I don't know. Like, as your week? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, my week's been pretty shit. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I think it's a competition between all of us for who hated this week the most. Well, Matt uh, works for the Republicans. <laughs> Fletcher had to read five podcasts. Uh, I spent $300 on learning Chinese. Uh-huh. I think that one's the least worse, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> no, I had to engage in capitalism. I had a pretty bad week, too. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. Last week was a garbage week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. Matt, so last how time... How dare you underplay my experience? I had to engage in capital. <sighs> Come on, Chris. You do that every day. That's definitely not true, actually. <laughs> So wait, how do you wait? So you like only like buy groceries or like buy food once a week and actually like only eat food? Oh, for... I don't buy the food. Okay, secret. <laughs> okay, that's that that's that's that definitely excuses you from uh, actually. I go, if I go to Target for one thing, I come back with the ice. Like, how did you spend ninety dollars? I'm not allowed to shop at anything. Uh, all right. So last time, last time on the podcast. We went. Oh, okay. We went to the Dead Dunes, mm. and we ran around. We met Fang. We uh, met a guy named Adonis who uh, didn't live up to the name. Nope. And uh, that's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just ran around in the desert and, and did some random shit. That's pretty you know much what? about it. <laughs> Fuck Fang. Fang goes. I can't go with you. I got shit to do. And then when you get go back to the Dead Dunes, she's just hanging out at the train station, fucking waiting for you. I'm like. Why couldn't you just go? You're not doing anything. Well, she's looking for the clavis. She's just hanging. She can't leave the dead dunes. Much like Odin, she is allowed to only do things that are within the vicinity of lightning because she is a weird revived ghost lady. Well, and, you know, as somebody who spends a lot of time on trains commuting, um, I bet lightning's probably texting her on the way out there. Because <laughs> what, what is it, like a half hour commute out to the dead dunes, something like that? Like, I wonder what the data cap is for Bunavelza's, you know, data plan. <laughs> it's got to be pretty good. <laughs> you know that Hope is maxing out that data plan. <laughs> He's eating up all the bandwidth. Yeah, he keeps texting me every three minutes. That's why his sensors never fucking work, because he goes over his data limit. 
That's right. <laughs> that that's actually why they don't use the Mission Impossible compact. It's just <laughs> fuck it, like two gigs every time you open it. Just cut to a shot of Buna Velza with the phone bill, like. <sighs> like I'm so glad I'm not gonna have to pay this bill because I'm destroying the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even tell me what these numbers are unless I get the PDF off the website. Oh jeez. Right. Well. Since we did that, we're back at the Ark, starting the day, 6 a.m., oh boy. There's no new dialogue from Hope, and the only new loot is an ability you won't use, because it's not chronostasis. Tuh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That. Was it Esunata? Esunata. Yeah. I don't even know what it does. I assume it cures all your stills, ailments. Well, that's that's what Esuna does. <laughs> okay. Studious <laughs> <it>. ailments? <laughs> I can't talk right now. <laughs> then what are you doing on a podcast? What are you doing uh, leading the podcast? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so, t- <laughs> so what difficulty setting were you guys playing on? Just a just a curiosity. I am hard new game plus. Okay, I'm on normal because uh, I'm playing new game. Okay. Yeah, I'm on normal. Yeah, also normal here. I wanna. I want to play through the whole game and do hard new game plus. Last time I played the game, I just did not have the stats to beat the last boss. So Kyle, where are you in the game so far? Because we've had uh, guests sort of <clears throat> because of the the nature of the structure, they just jumped in and like day one, day two, got to their section. And th- this is a part where I mean, I played this like day day zero, day one myself because it's you know it's like Xeria is your first main quest. I just decided to mainline it. Right. I did this one pretty early. Uh, yeah, so I, I cleared the Luxurian quest. Um, I've actually played this game before. Uh, the first okay. time I played through it, I got quite far. I think I cleared Luxurian, Wildlands. I think I cleared everything except Dead Dunes. Yeah, the first time I played through it. Um, this okay. time, this playthrough, uh, I only cleared Luxurian and... I started Dead Dunes, and I, 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 on Wildlands, I got to the point where you have to go into the forest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just because of timing bullshit, I couldn't get in the forest uh, that day because, yeah, like, uh, essentially, I was following a speedrun guide, but I think <laughs> nice. maybe because I was using a variable frame rate on PC, it like the train times didn't line up with the guide. So interesting. Yeah, using the guide was a little bit wonky, and I ended up with dead time here and there, uh, even even using chronostasis uh, where I could. Well, the good news is you'll run out of things to do on like day six anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much there at okay. this point. Oh, you're you're yeah. out of stuff already. I mean, like I'm very close. I'll, I'll get to it when we get to the travel log part. But yeah, I like spoiler. I did not even finish day five yet because I'm in just constant chronostasis because I unlocked the death game. And oh, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> so I've been You're like, gonna have a bad dead time. You're gonna have a bad time. I had I've had like the last four hours of play or so between like one thirty and two a.m. <laughs> it's been real silly. Yeah. Wow. You're just you're just rolling in chronostasis. EP EP one percenter over here. So like here, <laughs> uh, it was um. So I got a question. Like 
the items in your your recovery items do they replenish or like or do do you lose them at the end of the day for some reason i remember at one point having zero like potions and i thought i had some left over but i or as don't. i know they carry over you just have okay. to buy new ones at the store if you run out yeah they definitely carry over Okay, yeah, I, I don't know why, I just, this one day, maybe I wasn't paying attention, or I just burned them all on a boss or something, and I forgot, but I had a, I have, like, two ethers right now, and I'm just like, do I really want to use these, should I save these, do I really need the extra time right now, and I'll probably save them, because I keep getting new slots for items. Maybe your lightning is pulling a me and just downing energy drink after energy drink in lieu of sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's just, what? she doesn't sleep. Yeah. We literally play every single hour of the day, plus some time in the arc. That's how she, she's just burning the candle at all three ends. <laughs> uh huh. All right. Let's tell me what we're doing today. Our main quest is because we could not do this on day one, we are going to finish finding the code. We are yes. actually looking around the district to figure out where four numbers we need to get through a gate are. And you find them in the form of graffiti and idiots. So mm-hmm. we run around the district He's explicitly not an idiot. His name is the informative man. <laughs> Look, you can be well informed and still not very bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you have a lot of information doesn't mean you're very good with it. <laughs> Plus, I was more referring to the fact that this quest ends with Noel showing up. Oh, God, he's the worst. Oh, yeah. Noel. <laughs> Noel, buddy. We had an entire game with Noel, and I still yeah, never okay. came around. May May I just say that... I, I missed FF13-2, uh, and I've, I caught some of your episodes about the game, mm-hmm. but I'm still, like, pretty much a neophyte when it comes to Noel and, and his bullshit. So, like, I was kind of wondering this whole day, like, is this guy as shitty as I think he is? Or is there, yeah. like, a, is there a compelling backstory here that I'm just missing? No, I think Noel's yes, fine. Yes. I think uh, I think Nolan thirteen two was fine. Like he he gets some good um gets some good quips in here and there. Like he he's actually like really sarcastic, which I found pretty refreshing <laughs> for for a Final Fantasy game. Okay, so he's like moved on from sarcasm in thirteen two into just mm-hmm. like edge yeah. despair. In yeah, I know he's super 13-3. dour in this. He's not this dour in in the last game. He gets melodramatic, but he doesn't get dour. To be fair, gotcha. he is the reason that the world is ending. Yeah, no. Like, oh, yeah, I, it's his fault. <laughs> I, I was kind of wondering, like, how that transition works out from 13 to, to this game. Like, 
<laughs> you know, like how I mean, I would feel pretty bad as well. Um <laughs> Right. I mean, like when you look at all of like every single one of the main cast of the 13 like sub series, all of them are like super depressed or like super despairing. Like Mm -hmm. every single one of them, even the ones like, you know, what is it? Fang is even like that. And she's usually the most chipper of the bunch. Right. So like this is not exactly a good representation of any of their like individual traits. And then you have Hope who's been like emotional, emotionally nuked. (laughs) Yeah, so he's got like nothing going on. Yeah, so my my kind of feeling of like the the characters in this game was that when you look, when you zoom out and look at the plot situation and the situation they find themselves in, you know, they're actually pretty sympathetic and their attitudes are pretty understandable. But for some oh, yeah. reason in the cutscenes I it, I just don't I don't feel what I ought to feel given how shitty the situation is for these people. Well, I think the problem is that we, we have to take a lot on faith that, Mm. Oh, it's been 500 years and that really affects people. But we obviously didn't experience that at all. We just show up and everyone's different and it's weird. Yeah, totally. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. It's also 500 years with no growth, right? Like, yeah, there aren't like kids or anything. It's just five hundred years of like everything slowly dying away. Yeah, the the premise is really compelling. Yeah, and there are side quests that like will delve more into that, or they'll say like, "I I did a side quest this time where the guy's like, yeah, I've been alive for so long that I forgot how valuable life was, so I decided to kill my brother and put his soul in a robot." <laughs> and yeah. it's now that's pretty rad. And it's like, wow, I feel bad about it now, but like at the time, I had just been so desensitized to about living for so long that I just didn't didn't bother me. Did you guys do the cat? Uh, I started the cat. I did not finish. Yeah, the cat. I, I did. I, I I also started the cat. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna talk about this cat. <laughs> but but I, I mean, just to that point, I would say that like a lot of these sort of like really. Um, existential despair quests that come up in the game probably would have landed for me pretty well in uh near automata uh mm-hmm. you know just basically transposed directly into that game but for some reason didn't really grab me in this game yeah there's a lot of bits about this game i feel like dovetail with uh near automata actually yeah. it's pretty funny it's almost like a dry run in some ways Hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's obviously doesn't have like the uh, the major philosophical underpinnings about what is it about, you know, human society that keeps failing or what have you, you know, all the different like attempts at organ, you know, how the robots do all these different kinds of trying to relate to human society kind of thing. It doesn't do that. But like, there's definitely a lot of parallels thematically. Well, if you take out that step to remove the game explicitly does, right? Like, do you read the loading screen stuff? Yeah, all the time. So there's particularly the one where she goes, I used to fantasize about eternal life and thinking about the utopia that we would build given enough time. Mm-hmm. And none of that has happened. Nothing changes and everything just always gets worse. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was a there was a weird one where Lightning says that she's jealous of people who could die or something like that. Or like people who can mm. have loved ones to lose. Mm. It, it's very weird. Like there's definitely a lot like, I don't really dig too much into them. Like they just kind of show up on those loading screens, but like there's, 
some pretty interesting writing in those, at least from Lightning's perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a lot to do with just the delivery. Yeah. And the the sort of direction of the cutscenes. It Oh yeah, yeah. It feels a little bit off. Like all of it doesn't feel like it meshes with the the plot and the um text that we get in all of those sort of like monologues or Mm -hmm. uh the like npc conversations that you run into yeah we've talked about how like the idle animations and some of like there's a little bit of jank to it where which leads to a little bit of tonal dissonance yeah like for example like lumina Mm -hmm. very well animated character in those cuts oh yeah oh yeah doesn't really feel like she fits in a game about existential despair like, you know, like it, it, there's just some kind of mismatch for me. I mean, she's so precocious yeah. and, you know, and playful. But I think that's what makes her stand out because nobody else is really like that. True. And, True. and and the thing is with Lumina is that all of her appearances are like actually choreographed, whereas a lot of these other interactions, characters are just, you know, it's in engine. Well, I guess it's all technically yeah. in engine, but like they're they're on um animation loops like there was a really weird one i talked to vanille today and asked her a question about like so how did you end up here and then she made some line of being like oh all the people here think i can you know talk to the souls but no i just listen to them but she's doing this little hair flick thing like she's being playful just Uh. for that like little section of the dialogue where i'm like they put that in on purpose to show that she's like not taking it too seriously or at least that part of it too seriously but then it reads really awkward because she keeps doing it (laughs) You know, she did it like three times in the span of like her dialogue because the read is so long. Yeah, that may just be the fact that there's so many repurposed assets in this game. And it it was, you know, it's it's assembled out of the bits of older games, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and they definitely didn't try to make every single interaction, like at least visually on screen, interesting. They made the writing good, but they didn't make the actual what you're watching that great. That right. vanille thing is somewhat on point in a way that is guaranteed to be completely accidental. Because vanille's mm-hmm. whole thing is she's the way she is is always pretending, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, has vanille ever actually been happy? <sighs> I don't. Uh, not that we know of. I don't know. There's chapter seven, right? When they went to Nautilus, that was it. I was gonna say yeah. near the end of thirteen at most. Mm-hmm. Oh, when she's being tortured to death. I'm more no, 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 when, she, she, when she's been crystal, crystallized with her waifu. Yeah. You know, oh, God. <laughs> oh, thank, uh, thank God the part where they got out happened, ha- happened off screen. Imagine if you had to see the vanille comes out of crystal animation again. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got to see lightning do it this game. So, uh. <sighs> <sighs> the full Sailor Moon. Yep, the full sail, <laughs> the full sailor moon. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. That, no, you're right. That's what's yeah. funny about it is that we made yeah. that joke like ten episodes ago. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, it's still relevant. Who is the Pegasus of this game? Who's the Pegasus of this game? Yeah, I don't think there is one. Is okay. that wait? No, it has to be snow. Right? Doesn't it have to be snow? Does snow do like by default? Or, I, oh, you're right. He does creep on the younger one. Yeah, okay. He's you know, you know what? And also, he's the only... Well, they're the only explicitly romantic relationship in the entire series. Uh, besides, I guess... 
I don't. Uh, I Yule, you know I Yule and uh, Yule and that's and Noel or yeah. I I don't really know what happened there. Also, he's helping a city of thousands forget their like existential dread for a little while. That reads as mm-hmm. like helpful. Oh my god, no, dude! Like. Actually, there was a really funny bit with, uh, but we're getting really off topic here. <laughs> but like, there's a Whatever. bit with, uh, with like, talking to, no, it's fine. Uh, talking to uh, Vanille, where she's like, oh yeah, Fang was here and then she left. Oh, and I've just been keeping an eye on her with my crystal. <laughs> so she's having fun and having a good time, and I'm glad she's doing that at least. <laughs> and it's like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> relationship oh, is real weird. Like, as it at least as it is presented in this game, please do not Facebook stalk your Crystal X. Yeah, well, they're yeah. fucking terrorists. It started weird. True. Wait, you mean like they were terrorists in the first game, and then they were, they were in the second game? Crystals well, in the second. I game. I mean, we all know that love can bloom on the battlefield, so you know. Oh, it's for sure. <laughs> Par for the course. Mm-hmm. Mm, but yeah, no, yes. it's like this weird situation where they woke up together like not that long ago. That's the other weird thing is that Vanille and Fang have only been around for 13 years. Oh. Yeah, that's it's explicit that they unfroze from Crystal like 13 years ago, not 500 years ago. So they haven't been around that long. She got uh, promoted so fast. Uh, no, like they're immediately like, oh, you can hear uh, the, the, the souls in the chaos. Uh, you're Pope now. Hey, look, 13 years election time is not so bad. <laughs> look, look, you just got to put out the white smoke and just know that you get, there's going to be a new pope. That's all you got to do. Like, you know, the Catholic okay, Church is okay, not a democracy. Speak, speaking about the, the tonal <laughs> dissonance in the game, I think one of the things that definitely lands for me in that regard is like. Vanille becomes the pope. But she's still just wearing vanille clothes. <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> because she only has one set of clothes. She's been every time she goes to change, she gets frozen in crystal again with the same clothes. <sighs> They're so old, <laughs> like eight hundred years old, dude. I mean, like, like, look at it this way: like when, when to go back to it, when Sailor Moon gets her sailor outfit, she didn't design that thing. That thing just shows up, and it's on her body. That's what keeps happening to Vanille. She goes out of crystal, she gets given her clothes again, and she's good. You know, it's like taking Uh-oh. it to the dry cleaners. It's like if the gap was non-consensual. <laughs> you just leave with new pants no matter what they are. Oh my god, the Gap's clothes are so bad, it put me off of wearing pants for 15 years. I, you've just described my hell. I think what you meant is it put you on the one true path. I legitimately only wore shorts until I was around 30, because the Gap sucked so hard when I was a kid. Gap's pretty bad. Pretty bad quality <sighs> stuff, unfortunately. All right. Let's spend five minutes talking about the actual Okay. Okay. We're we're like twenty minutes in. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. Alright. So anyway, we're hunting down a various NPCs around the district who will tell you where the numbers are. Two are near the warehouse district, one is in the south station, and the last is chilling in the Warren, the lawless part of town. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, when and you, that was... you can tell it's lawless because that's where the poor live. Yep. That's how I'm not citations needed. I can't fucking pull this off at this hour. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Internalize it. <laughs> oh, I have. It's just, it's going to come out as complete <laughs> rambling nonsense if I speak it. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of rambling nonsense, when you get the last number, Lumina shows up with an oracle drive and shows you why the children of Ur- Etro worship your death. It's because they don't know how the fuck oracle drives work and they see Noel stab you. So that clearly is a thing that they want to happen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the children just... Well, I guess it makes sense that their Pope is the one person who was not really present for the entire game based around Oracle Drives. So I will give mm-hmm. them credit on that. But on the other hand, they're still idiots. And speaking of idiots, Noel pops out of the woodwork to tell you... That's not their Pope, right? Like, no, Noel's not their Pope, but you know what I mean. No, I thought you were talking about Vanille. Because, like, that's the Bunavelza joint. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the, the children's Pope is, like, someone off-screen who is just like, God, this is exactly how this works. Kill her! Yeah, like, that's that's the thing, like, they, they try to paper it over, like, they're just, you know, they're just so into Etro that they just decided to try to kill the Savior themselves when they realize that if what they believe is true, they don't have to do anything. Right? <laughs> I think that actually makes Etro's people... um, Yeah, it's like actual religion, Matt. I was trying to think of the specific Uh, branch. I was... Yeah. End times Baptists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 right. Like, I mean... Thirteenth-day Adventists? Or is it Seventh-day Adventists? I don't remember. (laughs) Please fill me in on... uh, on this whole etro Bonavelza beef. Like, what is going on with that? Okay, that's well, I don't know if it's complicated, but like, okay. I can do so it in three it's, sentences. It's not complicated. It's JRPG complicated complicated, which yeah, means get, not at all. It means like, I don't remember it exactly. That's okay. <laughs> that's the thing. Etro was the Etro only... fucking sucks. She yeah. sucked at everything. She's the god of death, and only fucking assholes are into that. And Boonavels is just some weird plot magic that shows up in this game. Well well no, Boonavelza is supposedly also the maker like the master god of this pantheon mm-hmm. right like and, and like he created etro as part of like you know oh you're a false i think they're she's technically a falsy or something like you know mm-hmm. created etro to be like oh hey you you tr- control this part of the world but then she dies and then goes to the death realm and then again eventually becomes like the goddess of death which is why these people are well, it's worshiping she created her. life life didn't exist right right and then she dies at the end of the last game. So it's really mm-hmm. more that like that's these cult- why people are immortal. Uh, yeah, in part, and also because uh, the chaos, like whatever that is, the you know, mm-hmm. the chaos invaded the world. Like it crossed over dimensions, and now everything is frozen in time. Because last game we were jumping around in like different time zones and whatever mm-hmm. time zones, like you know, parts of time and. There was also a park called where in Valhalla where there was like time was frozen and basically Valhalla invaded the real world and froze everything. And the 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 chaos is like uh people who have who have like died but they can't like their their souls can't rest basically because of all all the metaphysics being <laughs> fucked up, right? It, okay. It's kind of no. like the, it's kind of like version. No, it's different. Did you ever okay, play like, FF? The souls are a different thing. The chaos just is a thing that exists. Right? Oh. Like, the chaos was already in Valhalla. Did you ever play FF5? Uh, uh, yes, I've played FF5. I'm familiar with evil space trees. This is Neo X Death. This is the Void. There. Okay, sure. Yeah. Got it. 100% the same thing. Cool. That's why it's like, 
the capital C chaos, right? It's like a distinct entity. Yeah. We we opened a portal to the void by stabbing uh, Sarah, and that's what happened. Right, was it stabbing, stabbing Sarah? Stabbing I thought Kaya. it was stabbing, stabbing Kaya. Kaya. Yeah, because <laughs> Kaya's... Because, like, okay, part of the Etro thing is that every time she tried to, like, hire somebody to do a job for her, she gave away parts of herself, and then those things kept getting killed. <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen two is about the evils of subcontracting. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so, okay, so, like, the world became progressively more metaphysically screwed up because she just kept giving away these pieces and they kept getting wrecked. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, like, the people with them, like, kept, like... Caius, whom you, you know, you remember Caius, you've played this game before. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the heart of Etro, and that's why he, he was, like, immortal and could jump through time and all that right. stuff. So. You should look up a video of 13.2, and uh, there's an entire chapter where Caius has normal person conversations, but still has that voice. <laughs> yeah, that part's it's really very funny. good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he says happy birthday at one point. Oh, boy. <laughs> I should go look that up again. So okay, so okay, so children of Etro want to kill the savior because because the Oracle this thing Drive they says dug so. Out of the ground says so. That's okay. it. Okay, okay, <laughs> and th- and they they think they think that lightning is the harbinger of the apocalypse of like the end of everything. But for some reason, she has to die so that everyone can die. Yeah, that that was the point where I really <laughs> struggled to understand their motivations. Is like, w- look, look, okay, listen, we're a death cult, but there's a difference between people dying and the whole universe dying. Well, there's apparently there's this whole bit about, like, and this is what Vanille's thing ties into, too, is that just because you're dead doesn't mean that your soul's at rest or whatever. Right. So, like, and that and that's what lightning's there to do is to put them at rest, but... I, I think these people... Except not. Right? She's literally there to take them away to some, like, fucking apocalypse pod, and then they come out in the new world. And I think that's why they want to kill her. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they just want it to be kaput. They just want it to be They don't want to be reincarnated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They want to embrace the void. Yeah. Okay, Sweet got release. It. TM. <laughs> they want to end the cycle, basically. They- they want to all drink the void, ju- put on their Nikes, all drink the void juice, and then go to the void place. All right, got it. That's cool. a that's a hot then, fresh reference for you. They're into they're into Noel because he's just the dude that showed up in that shitty Oracle Drive. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wait, why is there an Oracle Drive? Because I, uh, uh, all Lumina, the Yules are dead. Lumina put it there, right? No, the Yules aren't dead. That's the problem. The Yules aren't what? dead. Oh no, they're all yeah, they uh, are dead. That's right. You haven't done that quest. I thought all of the. I thought they were all ghosts. Yeah, but they're still hanging around. Yeah, there's all the but, weirdness in Chocobo Land. How mm-hmm. how could they can record a new thing that like the eyes of Etro are gone? Etro is dead. How can they record a new thing? Look. Don't think about it. Just blame Caius okay. and Noel. I heard, I heard that half laugh, which just means fucking I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yes, but that's pretty I, much I'm the not deal. Wrong, right? Like you're not. Lu- Lumina put that there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because she's an asshole. Yeah, no, obviously she's she's a massive asshole. Lumina, extreme chaotic neutral. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Pretty much. Yeah, I think that was her character concept for sure. I thought it was Goth Pixie. Goth Pixie slash Chaotic Neutral. I'm just saying she's she's black lady get, who's like appropriately aged. That's all. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Matt. Got I, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just needs a parasol and uh, her the little what is it? And um, the head of a cat. The head of a cat that floats around that transforms into things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to say, the first thing when I saw Black Lady in the in those episodes, the first thing I thought was. That would be a really good fighting game character. Like, you could do a lot with that. Yeah. Do you guys try to make Sailor Moon sound worse every time you talk about it? <laughs> uh, no. It's all, it does it for itself. <laughs> yeah. The, if we were to actually give you the context of that arc, it would be 2,000 times worse. I'm okay. Just trust us. I'm good. We already had the Kingdom Hearts lore dump. I don't need to. I don't need to know about Sailor Moon. We're gonna. We're gonna do it anyway, Chris. We're gonna. Okay, <laughs> we're, you're no. gonna learn way too much I'm, about it by osmosis. I'm 100 never going into the Black Lady arc on this podcast because I will never hear the end of it. What? Why? <laughs> now I'm curious. Because of the fact that she is easily like every terrible plot in Sailor Moon revolves around Usagi's daughter. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And that really is like like so Alex and Anne are not terrible by that. Well they're metric. filler. Filler arcs <laughs> always suck. I'm referring to like I'm referring to the original series. Every bad plot involves Chibiusa. Because mm-hmm. if it's not the time that she was aged up, turned evil, and tried to bang her dad to create a time paradox. It's the time that she fell in love with a horse. I mean, of those two, I think the horse is worse. No. Right? The, right? The, the horse is worse than time-traveling incest? I think it's worse. At least that one sounds like a Greek tragedy. You know, uh... when you, I, both of those sound very <laughs> Wait, Greek. Excuse yeah. me? <laughs> I guess, well, Pegasus is ex- explicitly, I guess you're right, yeah. Yeah, mm. both of those do sound very mm. Greek, though, when you put it that are way. Are you implying that Greek tragedies are, like, morally virtuous? I mean, where did we get the where we get the term Oedipus from? I mean, come on. You know I'm recording this, right? I know. I'm going to be editing this, so I can cut out as much as I want. <laughs> That's okay, I'll just upload the actual message. Technically, track. it's an Electra complex for her. Uh, you're yes, right. It is technically an electric complex true, for that Chibi. Is that is correct. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is why two. I didn't want to go into this. Day two. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> to the scarlet streak of light To the one that to silence you illuminate the night in most awe-inspiring ways send up from high above a name like a precious poem let me sing the song to you gracious savior of our souls so we go to we get all the numbers. Uh, you can get some from some NPCs. Uh, I think the NPCs are uh, 
game cycle gated, like Informative Man has one, but like three days later, he'll give you a second one. And today I had some uh, novice seed hunter show up who gave me the uh, Warren's number. Okay. So, so okay, I, I see how this works then. So it's kind of like if you didn't bother to go actually look this stuff up yourself, then right. you can get it from NPCs instead. And I think it yeah. like it it it's kind of saving you from yourself if you haven't if you keep forgetting to go to the Warren because the the hours are so limited compared to like everything yeah, else. Yeah, it was definitely like a thing where I I went around town in the morning to get the three numbers and then the Warren I went in the evening and just like rushed through and used chronostasis to finish this whole thing in one one evening. Yeah, the issue is that the fourth number in the Warren can only be gotten between midnight and six a.m. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just you're in the war, and it's also only visible during yeah, that time. Yeah, it's also gated between that minimal stretch. So if you screw that up or come looking at the wrong time of day, you're just burning time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate when they time something to be midnight to six, because that's when you're basically writing your chronostasis to try to wrap everything up before the end of the day. Like, I, I guess you can do that for this quest, but... Like, I feel like that's my busiest time every yeah. single day. And I just yeah, also because at night, you know, you end up it's easier to find the monsters that are like two EP battles. Mm. So you can mm-hmm. just stay in that stay in that mode forever. But usually I'm like running around like the Wildlands or Dead Dunes or something. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I personally, I kind of enjoyed the like time management slash like task prioritization end of this game more than the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, the story is bad. Yeah. So I, I like, I, I actually like this game quite a bit at the sort of moment to moment level. And I think that the, the various things you're juggling in the game do sort of address a lot of the, the boredom that I associate with JRPGs. Like I've, I've, right. I found it to be quite engaging to just sort of like be like, okay, I have to go here at this time, then there at that time and figure things out and try to map out routes and all that kind of stuff in between battles. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it felt, it felt very different from most JRPGs in that way. And battles are interesting and they don't mm-hmm. give you numbers. They're actually a resource that feeds into the juggling aspect instead. Right. Yeah. And you're constantly like deciding whether or not you want to like branch off and do a little side thing, like because that takes up your time or but you but you're already there and it's convenient. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And like more than just like roombaing up every like item in like the wildlands like flowers and mushrooms and shit but there's there's also so like sick of picking fucking mushrooms jesus christ dude i have to do like i still need like 30 i still need 30 more fuck that what do you need 30 more for i don't know i need like 10 more and then i exaggerated by like percent. Okay. yeah because i definitely yourself. need i definitely need <laughs> i definitely need 18 more for at least two quests uh, across two quests that i gotta finish which is a bummer uh, yeah, I feel like I the, the game partially succeeds in sort of um, overcoming the monotony of like a Dragon Age Inquisition style single player MMO type experience, mm-hmm. but no, it doesn't get all the way there. Yeah, oh my God, that was the most boring game I've ever played. It's pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. How could I not be excited in this, like, stormy nighttime swamp full of zombies? What the fuck, game? 
I will never play Inquisition because I am still very mad about Dragon Age 2. <laughs> Why? Why? It's good. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh. god. Uh-oh. I've, I've oh. opened a can of worms here, I, I see. Oh, no. fam. The, here. Here is the only thing I am going to just say on this. Dragon Age 2 is a game so half-assed that min-maxing can make the final boss invincible. Yeah, that's okay. Oh. Whatever. Wait, Who cares? how does that work? So, a sane coder would set the trigger to have them transform into the second phase of the fight as, if health is below X, trigger the thing, right? Oh, mm. so, you, so you kill them too quickly for it to trigger. Yeah, they uh. created a thing where it's something like, if you jump them past the point where that tri- script triggers, they become invincible and can't die, and the fight can't progress. Yikes. Yikes. So you have to, like, you have to feather the throttle a little bit at the beginning there. But if you get the, well, wrong, you if you get the wrong crit, it's just done. You have to redo the whole thing from the last save point. Yikes. That's... That's not great. And they never patched that. They never patched that. That's still in as of uh, two years ago. Yikes. All right. I have an alternate take. Fletcher's favorite game is 1,904 hours played on a game called Dinner Date. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is. I've heard of this game, but I know nothing about it. Dinner Date. Also, it looks like you somehow beat Long Live the Queen. Yeah. Why would you not? I'm so bad at that. Oh, okay. I I, I have also beat that game. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, you you maybe have one. My wife makes fun of me every time I'm playing it, so I just gave up. <laughs> gotcha. I get made fun of every time I boat a new Neptunia game. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That, that tracks. Anyway, so <laughs> running around, getting numbers and shit. So what do we do with these numbers? Yeah, tell me about it, Kyle. Oh, yes. Well, uh... There is a phone booth. Matt, like, please. <laughs> I just saw this image or Slack. <laughs> I was like looking up like, hey, can I find that Caius happy birthday bit? And that was like one of the search results. Uh, hold on. Someone That's... said that to Kyle because I, I can't. No, I, don't well, I, I guess do I can do you didn't it. Like it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that? That. Those are two characters that are barely... Well, one is not in that game at all, and the other one's barely there. It doesn't Matt, even look like that. You can't tell by the face what that I've is? Please. <laughs> I have sent him the cursed image. You can't be that neat, naive, Matt. No, it's not that I'm naive. I'm just like, that doesn't even... The perspective the face, is not even very good. And then look good. at the fact you can only see one hand on each. You know what's going on. Uh-huh. I, I still have not seen this image. What is this? It's Terra and Lightning making out in the worst generic hentai art style, but it's cropped above oh, the waist. Yeah, Wait. it's and it's it's the like banner image for a, a Final Fantasy thirteen two uh, song. I think what you meant is it's my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Oh, I, uh, okay. Well, I just assumed it would be some kind of. Oh, I got your back, fam. Here you go. Oh, there we go. Okay, I got it. Oh, wow. That there's it's a special. Lot, there's a lot happening here. <laughs> the, the headphones. 
with with the butterfly <laughs> wings on it. Yeah, this is. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's going in the show notes. Uh, yes, not, it's going not, in the show notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's how you make out. I don't. I don't think that's how you do a make out session. No, it's, that's what happens when Tara pulls out early and like she's like, "Oh wait, what? Someone's watching us." Whoa, Matt's oh. into food as shit. I did ten eye it, and oh man, the bet the whole thing. Oh wait, wow. there's a larger image. No shit, okay, there's okay, a larger have, image. You okay. can't jerk off to just that. I mean, you're well, just not trying hard I enough, mean, Chris. I'm sure someone has. <laughs> I closed the tab. I'm doing so it right now. Fun. I'm going to try to do this in Safari so I don't have it <sighs> <What>? in my <laughs> my Google Chrome history. <laughs> because I use my Google Chrome at work. Like, I'm signed in all the time. So, like, I whatever. I still haven't cleared my browser since I searched the squirt locker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> All right, let's fucking get this show on the road. Yeah, I here, y'all Google this. I will take over the reins. No, why don't you just send it to what us, you do dick? You, because I told you I closed the tab. What a mistake. As I was saying, there is a phone okay. booth. There is a phone yeah. booth. Yes. And, uh-huh. and you have to put the code in the phone booth and, and dial to open up the door. Because that's how gates work. Yeah. I do hate. I do hate that they make you put the number in first, and then they have the cutscene where Lightning says to the goddess of death, "These numbers, I say," and then it cuts to black. Why would you not make me put the numbers in then? Like, try know. a little. Yeah, try a little. It, they wanted some interactivity, you know. Yeah, they they could still make you put the numbers in. Just make it there when she's supposed to be saying it. Yeah, the, the order's all wrong, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Anyway, gates oh, open, geez. go into the graveyard, um, and it sucks. There's, some, there's some annoying enemies in here. We should mention that now that you've opened this area, it will forever yes. be open for the rest of the game. Because apparently that's how the super secret security system works. No, they, they, get, they get arrested. There's some line about them uh, all getting arrested. Okay. So it's just open. Got it. Yeah, no more, no more camping in the graveyard. So... <laughs> Yeah, what did you think about the the graveyard as this, like, challenge area of Luxurian? It serves a purpose, right? Because every other area has a place where you do all of the fighting, or at least, like, you you know... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, every other area... Wildlands, you're fighting things everywhere. Dead Dunes, you're fighting things everywhere. Yuznan, you fight things, like, in the warehouse district, and, like, you know, other than, like, random battles, like, with uh, Flanaders and shit. Like, there's a designated area where, like, you go here to fight monsters, and you go here to, like, like, load up on your EP, and that's what this serves for Luxurian. So, I mean, in that way, it's fine. Luxurian already had that. Did they? There's that uh, place off to the right. It's to the rightmost portion of the map. There are oh, two the, metal oh, gates that you go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. all you fight there is like Gorgonopsids and um, and Niblets. Yeah, but you fight three of them every time you go through there, and they're worth uh, 0.25 EP. Yeah. You definitely but, go EP positive there. Because oh, that's sure. where I spent almost the entire day. Yeah, no, but it's not like you're getting the big monsters there. Also, you can... Uh, you can also fight cathedral sentries, those dudes with the idiot hats. If you hit them three times, they'll turn hostile, and then you could hit them again. Wait, so if in order to... are worth 0.25. Wait, so in, in order to complete your bestiary, you have to, like, murder civilians? 
And it definitely makes the death counter go up. That's that's very funny. <laughs> I did not know you could do that. I definitely wow. whacked one once, and I'm like, did he react? I can't tell. Yeah, if they don't run, if if, you're, if you don't clip through them and they run away, you could fight them. Just keep going. It's like how the flanitors are not hostile the first time you whack them. You got to hit them a couple of times. Oh, I didn't know that either. I mean, usually they just attacked me, but then I after I killed Snow, that stopped. Yeah, once you get into the graveyard, you know, you're running through and then you find there's a big, I don't know, it's like it's like a cross shaped monument. I don't know if it's technically a gravestone. They never explain what it's for, but there's this big monument in the graveyard and all the children of Etro are there. They have a woman strung up in, uh, you know, in a crucifix form. So uh, take a take a shot for Japan referencing. I love the phrase in crucifix form. I don't just, you know, she's like she's not on a crucifix, but she's, she's like, not you know, actually the, crucified. Right. She's 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 T-posed, as they say. She like fucking okay. transformers into a crucifix. That would be a different, different it feels, feels very much like a Xenogears plot point um, mm-hmm. to me. Well, hey, at least they're sacrificing someone to God. That makes sense. Also, you skip the only part they tried a little bit, where you can hear all the chanting getting louder as you go through. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're uh, what, what are they saying exactly? I looked it up earlier. I just totally forgot. It's like the, the time is nigh or something. Then why did you look it up? Why would you keep that open? <laughs> Well, I just wanted to remember what happened in the cutscene. Oh, okay. Because, uh, like, I, I did this, like, two months ago. <laughs> Spoilers, nothing happens in the cutscene. Well, well, can not I talk exactly. about this cutscene? Please do. Like, yeah, go ahead. I find the direction in this cutscene to be really, like, offensive. Just, like, this talk and fight that they do, it's kind of like the the opening cinematic with uh, Lightning and uh, Snow doing the talk and fight. I'm really not on board with that. Like, it, it just doesn't, it feels so tonally off for this game that, you know, it's like fight, 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 kick some ass, and then back to back, talk to each other, cross swords, keep, keep talking. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's the yeah. second time now that Noel shows up and you don't fight him. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, you just gave me a vision of hell because I just imagined the Aaron Sorkin JRP. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh. That's exactly what it is. Oh, oh, someone has to make that now. No. This entire game is you doing a walk and talk. Uh, no, yeah, okay. So they're saying the promised time is upon us. That's the thing they're saying. Like, chanting to each other, by the way. Uh, but yeah, no, that would be very funny. If someone went ahead and <laughs> made something like that, I'm sure you don't even have to program anything other than dialogue boxes. If you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the other thing about this cutscene is the conflict between lightning and Noel seems kind of forced, right? His, yeah. his, his, his beef is kind of just because mm-hmm. he got this Oracle drive, right? Yeah. He, he explicitly says, I didn't believe in that thing. But then you showed up, and now I kind of believe it because it's right. It was right that also, you were going to show it's up. it's been true the entire last game. Fuck you. Right, but, like, not since... Who knows what happened since the chaos, you know, invaded and all that. All I'm shit saying is that in Noel's experience, an Oracle Drive has never been wrong. That's Well, the Oracle Drives have changed, though, right? Like, there are times when, like... The image was, remember when, like, oh, forgive the image quality on this Oracle Drive. It's only, you know, 240p. Yeah, but it's still the same thing. It's true. It's true. I don't think it's, I think you're right that it hasn't actually changed. But 
Yeah, no, it is kind of weird. He was like, oh, I doubted it for a long time. But since you showed up, just like it said, I guess I have to kill you now because that's what happens. And therefore, we must do the talk and fight. And also, Mm -hmm. like, we can't just have a conversation about it, even though I doubted that this was correct. Like, right. I doubted this was correct. Therefore, obviously, the right thing to do is to immediately try to kill you instead of actually talking out my doubts. Right. And also, like, very little of this, like, if if you didn't know this from the last game, like his entire motivation in the game prior is that, you know, he wanted he wanted to save Caius and he wanted to save Yule or mostly Yule, I guess. But technically mm-hmm. both like he, he cares about both of them and very little of what happens here in this quest has anything to do with either of them. I think he mentions and them also, at the very end, but like we're not getting there today. So yeah, just this is doesn't even really more have much bearing on the wildland stuff, right? No, he's. It's not related to the wildland stuff at all. Like that's what's weird about it. It's and like, like Yule he, is still sort of existent, like still extant in the wildlands, right? To a degree, yeah, yeah. Which is really weird. Yeah, you think he would just go? He would just go there. Here's why: there aren't any other characters. That's why. Yeah, they had to use everybody. All of the other characters are in use. Well, yeah. no, no, Chris, Chris, they could have used Saz for something. No, they really should have used no. Saz for something. Here's what they could have done. Uh-huh. They could have made that weird portrayal of Mog where he kills Nolan Sarah canon and had Mog be the cult leader. <laughs> that would have been fun. Okay. I, I, I am so much more on board with this idea. Uh, yeah. That, that explains why it's the shittiest cult in the world. <laughs> and then Noel could be somewhere he makes no, sense. No, no, Chris. It's the shittiest cult in the world, Kupo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, well, we kill all the dudes, no leaves, and that's where we're done the plot for the day. There's some chatter over the intercom about how all the cultists have been arrested, which is hilarious because you kill, like, hundreds of them later. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. That was, yeah, that was, like, okay, th- there's a lot going on in this next section of Luxurian that I have issues with. <laughs> Tell me about it. Is it okay to jump the gun here? Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, okay, first of all, in that cutscene with the, the fight and talk, you know, Noel was basically fighting the cultists alongside Lightning, because he's like, you can't talk for me, I'm not your leader, blah, 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 right? But then as yep. soon as you start chasing Noel in the slums... The cultists are unarrested, and also they seem to be working for Noel, and he's just, like, fine with it. I mean, here, here's my no-prize answer on that, is that they arrested all the cultists in the graveyard, but some of them were still hanging out in the Warrens, mm-hmm. and they didn't get the message from Noel that, oh, hey, by the way, I'm not your leader, stop defending me. Uh, they were like, oh, he's the Shadow Hunter. The number of cultists that are in there, there's, like, not even enough housing for them. <laughs> Well, I I suppose that could make sense. I there just, are more I just cultists gotta, than there are like non cultists in the entirety that, of Luxarian. I mean, that is that is absolutely true. But <laughs> also, like, I, I I don't know. I I, I think it's Noel's switch in attitude towards them that is the most jarring for me in in that in that bit. Well, I think the reason why they they couldn't make it that he was ordering the murder of these women because that would just make him look terrible. He's right. terrible. I mean, he is terrible, but he's not terrible like that terrible. And, and I mean, like, 
Couldn't it just be that I, I feel like there could have been a way to direct that sequence in the slum in such a way that there was some kind of obstacle in your way, but Noel mm-hmm. was not actually just like on board with the cultists all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it feels it feels very awkward. It is a little weird. And it's also awkward that that section of the Warrens is only there for this chase scene. Like, there's no reason to ever go back to that part of the Warrens. Yes. Yeah, it's very... Why don't you... I mean, it's a fun little... Yeah. Why don't you just have the Cathedral Sentry Guards there fighting the cultists? Done. That would have been better. That's it all you have to do. For better. sure. For sure. Noel only wants yeah. to be there because that's where the, he kills you in the Oracle Drive. Right. My other... Okay, so then you get to the fight, and the fight with Noel is like, or with Noel, sorry, uh, <laughs> is actually uh, pretty good. I think, like mechanically speaking, it's kind of fun. But it's a good fight, yeah. The uh, the cutscenes around it are real weird. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's the whole like edge lord battle where like Lightning and and Noel are trying to out edge lord each other before the fight. Uh, it's like, you know, like, I don't feel anything. No, I don't feel anything. No, I feel even less than you. Let's fight. Lots of people can feel nothing. Otherwise, Hot Topic <laughs> wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you have the fight. And then it's like, Noel is, he decides at that point to actually try to fight you. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's like, oh, you've beat me. But now I'm really going to try to fight you. I'm really going to try to kill you this time. That that also feels very a sort of like awkward pacing in the in the same kind of way that that phone booth scene does. Right. Wait till uh. you see the end of thirteen two where you fight Gaius four times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's also they they mocked up they had to mock up a cut scene of him more or less killing lightning for the Oracle Drive, and they're like, okay, we got to at least show some of that to give the player the idea that it's actually going to happen, but you need a boss fight before that. Like you can't put that yeah, in the boss fight. There's a lot of sort of like problems of the mechanics and the, the cinematics having like weird ordering problems. Yeah. Well, I think half of it is just yeah. like, this is the cheapest video game ever made. Yeah, it must be that really like, right. it, it was probably a thing also where like the mm. cinematic production schedule was like not, you know, in line with, with everything the else, game yeah. development schedule. Uh, I, I believe it. Totally imagine that being a problem, but that is the Square Enix. Well, way. actually, they they explicitly said, uh, Kyle. They explicitly said that was a problem because the uh, the cinematics were um, were directed and and made before the costumes were finalized, and they said they explicitly had to make adjustments to the cinematics so that the camera didn't go up lightning skirt all the time. Like, swear to God, they actually said that. So you're absolutely right on that. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, it's a good boss fight. I liked it. I mean, I feel like everything except for the story and cinematics of this game, although that that fireworks cinematic is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. That's that is it for the plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, let's talk about what we did with our day, because this is like an hour of game time. <laughs> Somebody go. Let's, what did you do today? Let's not... No, I did not get any playtime in on this this week. If I start talking, I'm going to tell you about the worst game I've played in years. <laughs> By all means, no. you have five minutes. <laughs> Agents of Mayhem is the worst thing. Seriously, I swear to God. It does not work as a shooter. It does not work as a Saints Row spiritual successor. It does not work as a game with writing. It has game. It has jokes in it so bad, I actually rage quit the game, which is a thing I did not do for the Family Guy third-person shooter. It is so They made one of those? Yes, they did. It's called Back to the Multiverse. It's no longer sold. Uh. Anyway, uh, you gave me five minutes. I'm going to rush through this because I am just full of cold rage at this awful game. The game <laughs> is I gave you up to five for, minutes, not exactly five minutes. The game is broken for a lot of people on PC. When I hit the pause button, it will crash instantly. I am not the only person with this bug. <laughs> is that oh, no. where the map is? No, okay. I can get to the map, but this is another one of those things that is so much worse than Saints Row. How many button presses do you think you should need to press to get to the map? Two minimum. There's no hotkey. There's the two? fact that two, two minimum. There's multiple ways into the map. Why? None of them are a hotkey. None of them are M. If you push M, it will bring up your journal, which is a thing you have in this game. What does J anyway. do? Nothing that I can tell. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. There's the fact that the only characters you would give a shit about are all paid DLC, which never goes on sale. So I will never see what happens to Kinsey or Gat after they get out of Gat out of hell into this new world. Wait, do you really care about Gat? No, not Gat, but I would like to see where Kinsey goes. <sighs> Why? Kinsey is fun. Mm. Kinsey was fun. Mm. Of all... Of the surviving cast... Kinsey was I, I a good taken... joke, not a good character. Yeah, but you're talking about a game where one of the characters is making herpes jokes in the first ten minutes. Another one actually got me to rage quit the game because she made an arrow to the knee joke in 2017. I can keep going. Yikes. Mm. Yes. There's the fact that I have done two story missions, and I'm pretty sure I've seen 99% of the gameplay. The part that made me angriest is that nothing checkpoints, so if I quit the game or accidentally hit the pause button, I have to restart an entire story mission, and they go on way too long. The most interesting thing this game has done is rip off the best part of the original Watch Dogs poorly, which says a lot. Oh... I, I'm a Watch Dogs defender, and even I say that game only has one cinematic high point, and it's the final chase. Anyway, Agents of Mayhem is easily the worst thing I have played in a decade, and that includes the aforementioned Family Guy game, so that's saying a lot. And of course, because I have installed it, and it's part of my backlog, I have to power through it, because if I uninstall it, I'm never touching the game again. What oh, you fast travel is broken. Fast travel just will not spawn. Why don't you just uninstall it? Like, you're going to die one day, dude. <laughs> they ain't worth it. It is worth it because I'm not going to let them win. They already won! You bought it! No, I didn't. I got this game for free from a humble monthly. Then you, then no one can win. Either no, you can this win game got or a buddy everyone of mine loses. fired, and I'm going to grudge fuck it in the skull till it dies. Okay. 
Wow. That was Agents <laughs> of Mayhem. Matt, what did you do today? <laughs> oh, shit. How do I follow Skull fucking... Anyway. Um, shit, I had like... You don't. Okay, my day five... Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, the f- <laughs> My day five was pretty, pretty ridiculous. Like, I started off the day in Luxurian. I finished uh, Lackey's Quest, uh, the, the drunk guy in the Warren. I don't know who that is. You find him in the Warren. He's drunk off his ass. He doesn't know what happened to his wife. Like, his wife left him. And you're supposed to find her. And you find out through, a, like, a couple of things that his wife did not end up getting the immortality when time froze. So she was aging at the normal pace. So instead of, like, staying with him and, you know, turning old and then dying, she left, went to Yuznan, and worked in a restaurant till she died. And this other woman, whose name I didn't write down, knows this. And then you end up, Lackey ends up confronting her in the graveyard when you go to talk to her about what really happens. He overhears and then, like, has a breakdown and then says, you know what, I'm just going to keep on living. I wish I, I wish she would have let me, you know, hang around while even if she was dying, I would have stayed with her, which was... You know, very nice. But the entire thing is, this guy is, you know, play acting drunk. At least the actor doing the read is like top of his voice, like, like ugly crying drunk guy trying to say something profound. And it's super awkward. And while he's also an NPC standing around like a normal NPC does, Mm. like this entire (laughs) exchange is really awkward. Yeah. So like, it's exactly what you were saying, Kyle. Like there's a certain... uh, dissonance between what's being shown on the screen and even so like the vocal delivery just didn't sell it in a way that i yeah, would have liked there's just like a direction problem on top yeah. of the uh the, the cinematic mm-hmm. or lack thereof problem yeah do you think this game costs less than 13 2 yes yeah absolutely 100 percent. no this definitely cost more no because I think about, like, 32 was incredibly well-directed. Like, remember the fucking mm-hmm. pun-off? Here's mm-hmm. the thing. 132 was made from a mass of recycled assets. This game had them actually taking trips to Europe to scout out Italy. Yeah, that seems like they spent all the money there. I'm just saying, th- this definitely cost more than 132. You think? They yeah. developed a whole new battle system. They sent people around the world to scout out and create new locations. Yeah. Uh, they they reused some of the monster assets, but a lot of this is new stuff. I guess you're Yeah, right. I guess you're right, like in terms of the map and, and whatnot. There's like a hundred outfits, all of which had to cost a lot of money. They're yeah. very yeah. detailed. Yeah. I mean, that's literally why there's a Louis Vuitton tie-in. It was for lightning returns. Yeah. That that ran like way later than the release of this game, though. Like I remember in it did. the uh like until it was it was quite late. It was a number of years after the game came out that still like at uh, Takashimaya in Kyoto, that lightning ad was there. Yeah, I definitely saw that lightning ad in D.C. in like two, 2016. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate. Yeah, it's very it's very weird. Uh, shit. What else did I do? I finished the clock quest. I already mentioned I failed the phone prank. Where do you start the clock quest? I could have done that today. You started that at the uh, the front station, um, the north station. There's a lady mm, there with. You a... must only be there at a certain time of day. Yeah, I, I think she's there in like daytime or whatever. But she's like, I got to check all the clocks. You run around and check all the clocks. I had one left, and I it was the giant clock tower because I'm an idiot and forgot to check the giant clock tower. <laughs> you forgot the clock you see in the opening. Of the game. Yeah, yeah, that was the only one I didn't get. 
Uh, I gave a kid his ball back. Uh, I Where advanced- is that kid? I found his ball. He's literally at the bottom of that tower. He wasn't there. I remember you saying <laughs> that, and I went to look for him. And I'm like, "Where is this asshole?" Well, he's he's there at some point of the day. You just have to go back. <laughs> so I have a ball and not a child, and I have a child and not a carbuncle doll. Uh. Anyway, I also advanced uh, Armand, the guy who's like telling a story about a journalist. Uh, I think I have like one more day left of him. You have to keep coming back every day. And apparently this quest ties into uh, the Renolf diary quest. Mm. If you if you read it, which spoiler, I got the I got the diary and I read it. And I haven't given it back yet, but what an asshole. that's apparently dude. It's actually the writing and that's really hardcore. <laughs> All of the writing in the game. That's not the actual plot is very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the actual yeah. plot is abysmal. Right, like the the diary is just like, oh, my wife and child got murdered. Uh, I think it was a like a business rival. I'm going to get revenge, and then like it would time skip like ten years and time skip ten years, and then at one point he just says, oh, I'm going to get revenge. Is, revenge is imminent, and then it repeats every single day, probably for like hundreds of days. That revenge is imminent. Revenge is imminent, and it's like, oh shit, man, yeah, yeah, that's there's, hardcore. There's there's some cool side quests in this game. It's just yeah, it just doesn't really quite come together. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also finished Dying Wish. I picked up the Shadow Trooper garb, which is super ridiculously good. What is Dying Wish again? Dying Wish is the one where it's oh, the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah you have to get her get her the medicine, which you need, like, the adamantoy shell, and you need to take it to the Chocobo shop or whatever. They should have just invented GoFundMe. They could have done healthcare like we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, <laughs> right. At, at this point, I decided to kill Caius because I figured, why the hell not? Let's try to kill Caius, and I did, which was uh, super satisfying. On day five, um, good luck, fucko. I I did it. He's well, dead. you also did all the rest of the plot already, right? That's true. It's true. Yeah. It, it it wasn't like I at this point the only the only thing I hadn't finished was uh, Saz's main quest, which I did later in the day, and that doesn't even give you stats. No, that's the only one I finished. I have no extra stats. It's really dumb. Like, why did not... Anyway. Yeah, so I killed Caius, and then I went back into the temple to grab all of... Like, I missed a whole bunch of the, like, ga-level spells, which are, like, stupid strong. Mm. So, those are, like, like pro tip. Go grab those. Yeah, those Maybe, are really like, good. after you kill them. Yeah. I did the grail quest right outside of the temple. I did the quest with the dog, the missing dog in the Wildlands. Oh, Actually, probably the more most interesting one I did was... So remember what we talked about? Oh, that guy Cole, Sarala's father. Yeah. Guy says he's dead. Go talk to her. Uh, that dude is Cole. Uh-huh. That dude is actually Cole, and he faked his death in order to get Sarala to grow up because that's what his father did to him. And his uh, father what? is the grumpy old man <laughs> in the research center. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I met the grumpy old man. I... I thought it was very <laughs> obvious that that man was Cole. No, no, that's Cole's father, who doesn't get a name. <laughs> no, I mean, the guy in the forest is obviously Cole. Yeah, yeah. So He verbally goes, oh, um, and then tells you the story. Yeah. Cole faked his death to Sarala because his father faked his death to him and it made him grow up. So it's like the cycle of violence continues. Yeah. But uh, you get them all together, and they talk it out, and I guess they're okay. So, Matt, like, that's the... Like the... <laughs> we finally broken the cycle of abuse against children, but all it took is no one can have any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
dark. Yeah, and, and the only reason why Cole actually faked his death, he's like, I want to leave the Wildlands, but I don't want to leave her alone because she's not going to follow me and she needs to stay here. He's like, just have a fucking conversation. You've been doing this for 500 years. Just like, don't fake your death, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, Man, that's like extra emotionally violent if you fake your death in a world where no one dies. Yeah, no, it's very, very... Very it, it's very amusing. <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> I also, I finally genocided a monster. Yeah. Finally. Uh, in fact, I genocided uh, six of them. <laughs> what? They all came, like, super quick, like, one after another. Uh, so, like, I like the slug dudes, the dryads, the, the triffids, the niblets, the, the monkey dudes, oh, uh, the, the hanamans, and, and the and the veils. I think there's, like, one more I'm forgetting. Are you excited uh, to fight more Manectons? Uh, I haven't fought a single Manectin in a while. So, they show up globally between, like, yeah. four and six. Mm-hmm. They suck. Yeah, no, I know I know they're not good fights. I remember fighting them a lot in Aware of 200. They're not they're not great. They're they're worse in this game. Yeah. Yeah, at this point I also like I did the ghost quests uh in Luxurian, what? got the Phantom Rose to give back to the kid in the Warren, and then I've been running around the dead dunes trying to just knock out a bunch of skeleton dudes because there's a side quest. I'm at the point where all this like I keep running into side quests of just kill all the monsters. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty close to the end. That feels like a late addition because it was something to easy for them to do, right? Because all they have to do is yeah. put together a un- new unique move set, but that also gives them, hey, here's a bunch of extra quests. That feels like something mm-hmm. that would be from an engineering standpoint, an easy way to add content when they realized, oh, we don't have enough. Yeah, I mean, like, there's literally there's a guy in the Dead Dunes who says, "I want you to kill every monster, like genocide everything." Yeah. And then there's another guy who said, oh, my wife and family were killed by skeletons. Go kill all the skeletons. And I've already killed all the niblets for the free will quest, so that's done. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I guess there would have to be a finite number of monsters. You know, Chris, you were saying, like, there's not that many monsters. But, like, if you're going to exterminate all of them, you have to have not that many or else you're going to be fighting monsters forever to finish these these subquests. Alternate take. Right? This is a JRPG where you don't care about your players, like, time to death so mm-hmm. you just have a lot of them and make them do it i guess which is how every other jrpg does it yeah right so like at this point i'm in i'm in the dead dunes at 2 a.m i haven't finished the day but i'm just running around murdering things all the time because i just got so much done i the also I, just I, like really low ep for a while right until you kill all the uh yeah. fucking glow bots and the fish I ran out of EP there on the first day. Well, you have to kill those uh, the lizard dudes, the Gyron Gatches. Uh, yeah. Those give two but EP, and also, and they show up in multiple areas, so you run out of them faster. Yeah. Also, the the Earth Eaters. Oh God! I fought I fought an Earth Eater solo uh, last night, and it was actually Did you kill that it? bad. Yeah, I killed I it. Killed an Earth Eater yet? I got very close. It cost me uh, three EP and two potions, and I almost got it. You know, you, you got it. The thing is, they give they the ones that they're the ones that drop the desert roses, and you need ten of them for a canvas quest, which oh, is a lot. Yikes! But yeah, no the the Earth Eater is not so bad at this stage of the game for me. Uh, but also, like the the skeletons will give you like a quarter of an EP if you do a couple of skeletons, or like the uh, the Schroeder Schrodinger's um, give you like twenty two. They give a lot. 
and they're yeah. very easy. So I'm like running around the dead dudes, just trying to mop stuff up and like finish some like canvas quests. That's Is pretty it just much me, what I or do you run out of canvas and use none like immediately every day? Uh, use none. Use none. I think has the least. Yeah, I, I definitely know Dead Dunes has like a quarter of the number of regular side quests that the other areas do. They have. There's very few side quests. The Wildlands has so many. There's so well, yeah, and a lot of them are like one after the other, and it's just go pick some mushrooms, dick. <laughs> That's what they all say. Oh, did I? Oh, I didn't mention the Nora recipe. What did you guys? The the chef in Arias, uh-huh. he's like, go get me some stuff. I want to make uh, some dishes. And the the harder one to get, you have to get like the, these apples, which are actually like right near the village. I don't know why they made a big deal out of these things being so rare. They're literally right at the village. And you you give him like the, the ingredients and he makes something called like the Nora steak or something. Like it's some dish where it's and Sarah's like, or sorry. Lightning's like, oh yeah, I this is very nostalgic. I used to make this for Sarah back in the day, and he calls it the Nora Special, which is the one mentioned in Nora the entire game, I think. That's not true. You get like LeBro's tattoo and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBro gets mentioned, but like the actual entity that is Nora. That's fine. Gone and forgotten, hopefully. Yeah. And I finished Saz's quest, which I mentioned earlier. So. <sighs> What'd you do today? Uh were you speaking to me? Okay, sorry. You, you, <laughs> I, I you, didn't, you didn't title that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get my name there. Maybe Discord cut it off. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, so. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, what I did today. Uh, I mean, I'm way behind all that. So, as I said, day one, I kind of ran out of EP uh, because I was following that speedrun guide, and then. Um, it didn't end up linking up, so I I missed a train, and then I didn't have any EP in the Dead Dunes, and the day was over. Uh, so day two, first thing I did was I got the Digits and Luxurian. Then I went to Dead Dunes, uh, basically did all the Ruffian stuff, like the, the opening of that, up until the point where um, you first enter into the, the dungeons uh, in Dead Dunes. And um, then I went to the Wildlands and uh, I got up to the point where you have to enter the forest, but the timing was wrong, so I couldn't uh, couldn't get in there. And then uh, went back to Luxurian and finished the Luxurian main quest and just did a, little, uh, a few things here and there uh, to finish up. I tried to fight Zomok, uh, the the monster that uh, shows up in the back alley in uh, Luxurian, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately he wasn't there when I went by. You can leave. There are invisible lines where it checks spawn chances. So you could just cross that line and run back and he'll show up. Oh, I thought it was a timing problem. No, a bunch of stuff is invisible lines. Like uh, I, I memorized where all the invisible lines are and where I spent most of the day. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of weird, Weird things like that in this game, eh? It's just like, it's not really clear sometimes why something may or may not be there. There's a lot of sort of weird design decisions with that in this game, right? Where it kind of feels like on one hand, you're supposed to just sort of run around and encounter what you encounter. 
But on the other hand, there's there seems to be a very sort of strong motivation to um, kind of schedule things out and try to sort of like get things done as fast as you can. Like mm. the the game doesn't explicitly push you in that direction that hard. And I have played like the first time I played through this game, I just kind of took it at a very leisurely pace. But the systems kind of encourage you to do that sort of aggressive scheduling approach to the game. And sometimes that can fall flat just because of weird things like invisible lines. I think right. the game is built for both, right? There are a bunch yes. of things like the Warrens, uh, the sneaking in, sneaking in special, um, the phone ringing, right? They all happen at fixed times. But beyond that, you're like, mm-hmm. just do whatever you want. Fill it in. Yeah, right. I mean, th- there are very few quests that you can outright fail by by waiting too long. Yeah, like it, it's it's it's, it's a surprising. lot more forgiving than like Valkyrie Profile, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's kind of a nice thing. And, and I, honestly, I enjoyed the game playing it both ways. I enjoyed playing it the very slow way, and I enjoyed playing it the very aggressive way. So, yeah, I feel like it's definitely balanced. Assuming like you understand the battle system well enough it's balanced enough to where you can not rush it too hard. Yeah. But also it's a, like the reason why Chris likes it so much, it's a mid maxers dream. Yeah. Right. Now kind of a thing, by the way, uh, uh, random aside. So I, I found a bigger picture of that Terra and lightning thing, and uh, they're not actually making out. They, uh, they have a, uh, they have headphones. They're vocaloids. They're supposed to be vocaloids. Oh, they're performing. Yeah, they have little microphones in front of their face with their headphones, like attached. We to found the very different images then. The, send me the one you've got. I'll <laughs> I'm look curious what you found. <sighs> well, uh, I should go to bed because I have to get up for work. Um, so, I, do you want to you want to give uh, give your plugs? Yeah, and then we could probably just wrap up the rest of it. I'll do my thing, and then we'll wrap up. Tell us okay. where we can find you. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, at Ygraph underscore, so W-I-E-G-R-A-F, the trailing underscore. Or you can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, it is uh, Ygraph9009. Uh, you have that uh, really long uh, near automata video or whatever conversation yes. on there. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You should You should go to my YouTube channel. To check out my very, very, very long conversation with Fletch about mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> about Nier Automata. It's very good. It's like five hours and it's worth it. Honestly. I'm surprised you are not plugging your podcast. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, you can. So if you want to talk, if you want to go see something a lot more serious than this discussion, <laughs> you can go check out uh, General Intellect Unit, which is my podcast uh, about uh, Marxism and technology. I pay you for that thing. I want to hear you talk about it. Oh, oh well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. It's very good. Uh, thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely listen to General and Elect Unit. Like, it's in a small pool of things I would recommend to people, along with something like Dead Pundit Society. Wow. Yeah, you, you, you uh, guys are very kind. Appreciate, the, <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> Well, thanks for thanks for coming on uh, at uh, midnight. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, now that it's one, I signed up for it, so I was like, I'm going to do this. I, I played, I played the game. I took the notes. I'm going to show up for the show. I'm going to, I'm going to do this recording. We probably could have switched with Jared, to be honest. 
<laughs> if Matt hadn't gotten back, I would have tried to get uh, you to switch with Jared and have it been two weeks. That was my... Oh, well, it's because I thought we were good. Whatever, it's not. Oh, you were just the last person to get back to me last night. Oh, yeah, because I didn't see that till late because I was playing. uh, I was just running around uh, Dead Dunes and Luxarian all uh, all day. (laughs) He's not in shit. Well, thanks for joining us, Kyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now that Kyle's left, because it was fucking one thirty in the morning his time, and he had to work, time zones are bad. Mm-hmm. What I did with my day, I started in the Og Village, uh, turned in the uh, Proto-Florian quest, did the sick mm-hmm. dog, returned the dog, finished says, which... Is he, like, a new voice actor in this game? No, it's the same guy. It sounds the same to me. It sounds very bad. It sounds like he was not trying at all. I don't I think you're right. Like, can we like sit in on this quest for a bit? Because like yeah. this last scene is so bad. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I almost skipped it. Okay. Alright. Alright. So here's the thing. Okay, you get all of there's a there's, there's music in the background for somebody. Is that uh-huh. you, Chris? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Just make it. It sure. is the Sia song made for the My Little Pony mu- mu- uh, movie. Fun. Coming out of a Songbird Serenade, which is the My Little Pony that is also Sia. Okay. My Little Pony That's is fun. weird. Apparently. Uh, so, did you yeah. say I'm familiar? <laughs> yes, yes, he did. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So, you get all the shards, right? You get all these uh, little pieces of uh, Dodge's soul, and you bring it back to uh, Saz, which, by the way, I saw him, I saw Saz walking around in... A couple of places. I saw him in Yuznan, and I saw him in the Wildlands as well as Luxurian. So he's just around, which is very weird. And every time you talk to him, he's just like, man, I'm his father. I need to get some of these shards. And he gets zero of those shards. <laughs> uh, so you bring him back to him. Nah, it can't be a yeah. white savior if the uh, non-white person does anything. I think lightning's technically Asian. I don't know. I think her her design to me reads more Asian than the other white characters, like way more so than say snow. I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway. So you, you go back to Saz, you bring him all the shards. He puts it in the box. Lumina, of course shows up and Dodge isn't waking up. And Lumina says it's because Saz's face is too scary. You know what I hate about Lumina is that Lumina is like a kingdom hearts transplant. I mean, I've never played a Kingdom Hearts, so I don't have context for that. <laughs> Do you agree with that, Fletch? I could see that. Especially everything that line... aesthetically around her, right? Like, look at that box. Oh, I was going to say that line of dialogue specifically is very much a line that would be coming out of Sora's mouth. Well, Kyrie's not waking up because you're here, Riku. Mm. Well, 
aesthetically too, right? Like the yeah, the box Copper definitely Souls reads. Looks like it's from Kingdom Hearts. All the chaos shit looks like a Kingdom Hearts thing. L- everything she says, her whole steez, she is like a Kingdom Hearts transplant and like brings that fucking poison into this game. Like I, I definitely thought. Even though I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, I've only seen like pictures of them or whatever. Or I've seen like a little bit of a speed run. Like I thought that that box looked like a Kingdom Hearts art thing. Yeah, the, also, the coffer. put your souls in this box with, that has a lock on it. Fuck you. Why does yeah. it have a lock? Well, it's because you don't want the souls to get out once you put it in there. You know, that's that's anyway. the point I'm making, Matt. That's literally the opposite of what you want the box to do. <laughs> well, the idea is you're putting all the. Whatever, it's not that important. Anyway, the so like this reads very. It just sounds bad. It just like, and I I get the point they're trying to make. Uh, so what what well, what ends up happening is that Saz realizes, oh, I've been so you know angry and upset and about Dodge being gone again, and I've been so for so many years that of course he's afraid of me because I all my all the joy of my life has drained away, and then he decides to like you know, pick up a, it's an airship model and like play a little game with uh Chocolina after he gets beat up by the bird again, because Saz just can't be a character, which by the way, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. Chocolina's there. Uh, in... Oh yeah. It's just a white lady beating up this black guy for three games. Oh, Oh no. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Only two. Technically. Oh jeez, you had oh, <laughs> no. It happens it, in the DLC, also. No, in the first game, Chocolina doesn't exist. Well, mm. as, as a person, as a as a white lady, as a human, oh, she just had the soul of a master. Uh, jeez. Yeah, I I anyway, that sound like they could be in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, slavery, okay. Uh, yes. I mean, there is still Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean world. Oh, yeah. Boy. It's really interesting that they only talk about the sugar trade part there's of that. A, there's a lot of connotations. Yup. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. never occurred to me. What the fuck? Yeah, it's very weird that pirates are, like, a Disney staple now. And, like, grimy, real-looking pirates. Because, yeah, that's awkward. Uh, You know what? That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because Disney owns it, but... You know, I beat me wenches, right? That does happen, also, yeah. Dis- Disney has just this long history of, like, being hella racist. So? That's true. At any rate... Uh, Speaking so of Saz, racism, Saz is here. Jeez. Uh, 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 Saz, like, plays, a, like, a racing game. It's, it, you know, it's a game you play with your kid kind of a thing, and that gets Dodge to wake up, and then Saz is happy, and that's... That's the end of it. Like, that's all there is. The The one weird thing is that you think, okay, Chocolina, like, he, she decides to go back into bird form when she hangs out with Dodge. And I don't know why. Like, and at the end, you, if you if you talk to Saz, because what you can do is after, after you beat any of these quests, you just talk to the characters a few times and see what they have to say. And Saz is like, oh, by the way. Chocolina become a, can become a woman. Yeah, that's a thing that happens. <laughs> and it's just dropped so casually. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Also, the cactair is bad. Oh, the cactair. I forgot to mention the cactair. So you go fight this fucking cactuar. 
It's called the Cactair. Not because it has anything to do with air, but because it has an afro. Yeah, and it tries to thousand needles you, and it gets stuck in the afro the first couple of times. Yeah. That's yeah. actually kind of a cute gag, though, to be fair. It, I like I mean, it. like, if you it, if you've actively already... easier to beat than a regular cactor. It has more health, though. But it's, a, a, lot more it's a very silly, Dragon Quest-y kind of gag. That's true. That makes me not want to play Dragon Quest. Yeah, because it even it even says like, "Oh man, they got like when it does um, actually hit you with the thousand needles, it actually pops up a little message say, yeah, I got him loose,' which is cute." Cactair. <sighs> yeah. So also, they didn't even try. The afro is like no. stacked on top of the cactus, not even like it around its head. Yeah, they could have made it better. I mean, they did it better on lightning when you can give her afros, which is did also they? troubling. I mean, in terms of proportion, yeah. You get multiple afros in this game, because you get another one for this quest. Yeah, you get afros with, with uh, chocobos in them. Oh, God. Yeah, different colored chocobos. At least you don't get one with, like, a pick in it. Speaking of slavery. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, I, I forgot to mention, I also did a quest where there was another lady who, or a chocobo that got turned into a lady in Yuznan. Like, I, oh, I showed hmm. up in Yuznan, and there were uh, chocobo chicks around, and, like, little people, ha- well, and ha- and people hanging around the little chocobos, and I'm like, what's going on with this? And then there was a lady in front of the auger's quarter who said, oh, yeah, uh, I lost my friends, and, oh, by the way, uh, I'm a lady now because of the chaos, but I'm really a chocobo. Uh, go find my chocobo friends. Okay. <laughs> and then you do it, and she turns back into a chocobo. That is not even the weirdest side quest in this game, so don't No, worry. we're about to talk about it. We're going to talk about the fucking cat. All right. Let's talk about the cat. Well, also, I exterminated the uh, Niblets, Gremlins, and uh, Gorgon Sopids. I spent a long time just running up and down that stretch by the water that I was talking about earlier. Yep, uh, yep. Mostly because I'm like, I got nothing to do today. I don't want to go back to the fucking Wildlands because I don't want to miss the phone call in case it's actually at noon, at midnight. Which it's not. It's midnight to six, so whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. so I finished that off, did free will. And then I just hung around the phone for an hour because I'm like, I cannot deal with this anymore. I just want the day to be over. Mm-hmm. I did a cat, I did the cat quest here. So there's this cat you couldn't talk to. I couldn't talk to him before today. It might be that he won't talk to you in the daytime because there are other people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran into the same thing where I, I had talked to this cat multiple times and it never talked back. And there's also uh, there's a kid in the in the old town that during the day looks normal, but at night has cat ears and doesn't talk to you. And he has like 14 cats around him. Yeah, so that's obviously tied to this quest. Oh, no. OK, here's here's the plot. So this boy, he had mm-hmm. a cat. And right. that's the cat you're talking to. That cat died. He tried to do a bunch of, like, dark science shit to it to bring it back, and he couldn't. And he loved this cat so much, because his parents are dead, basically. So he's an mm-hmm. orphan. This is the only thing he has in his life, and this is this cat. Right. Lumina shows up, gives him a potion, says it will uh, bring the cat back to life, but there might be side effects. So he just drinks the whole thing. And... Now his soul is in the dead cat. Mm-hmm. Herbert West, Recatimator. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. That's a good move. 
Yes. So what you have to do is you have to go get this fucking spice from some asshole named Rubio. So you have to go to where his... So that boy you're talking about is just some soulless husk. Yeah. You have to go wave the spice under his nose, and somehow his soul will magically come out of the cat into the body. That guy's in the warren, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Rubio, Rubio. says, there, be careful. Cats love this shit. So the second <laughs> you get near the kid, all the cats come at you, and if any of them touch you, it's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> and it costs terrible. you niblet hair every time, which you could actually be out of. Right, because if you, because right. there's that one quest, it's uh trapped, trapped. Right, yeah. It takes eighty of them, so you a could lot. theoretically only have like twenty nine of these. Twenty, uh-huh. of these? yeah. It's very spoilers. Just bait them, run around the rock, or do what I did and swing your sword at them, and they flip out like every other NPC. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I finished that trapped quest too. Actually, yeah, same. <laughs> So I'm glad I at least got that done. What I needed was the gremlins, but uh, they also spawned on that side road. That side mm-hmm. road is dead to me because it's all connecteds now. Yikes. But yeah, you wave the spice in front of him, you get a sad story. The subtext that is missing is that his cat is just dead. Oh, yeah. The cat's definitely dead. The cat is dead as fuck. Yeah, because he says uh, the uh, spice will bring things back to the way they were, which means the cat's dead. <laughs> Well, the cat's only alive because his soul is in its body. Right. No, it, well, the thing is, he said he, he was testing on it for years. So, like, apparently nothing decomposes because this dead cat's not, like, dust now. What if it was? What if it was, like, this fucking rotting cat? If if he was, like, a zombie cat? Yeah. Like, his soul was in a zombie cat? That'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we got dark with this. That's what I did today. That's it for the day. All right. All right. Plugs. I got nothing. I'm going to anti-recommend Agents of Mayhem, and I want Volition to just collapse, kill it from inside, destroy them. They've wronged me. I'm going to anti-anti-recommend it and recommend Volition make a new lesser game for you to play. Because of course you would, Chris. (laughs) I don't think they can make anything actively worse than a free game that is a waste of my money. Dog... You had to know it would be bad. Like, if Jeff Gersman oh, plays that's that game right. and says it's bad, and Jeff Gersman is like the world's number one fan of Saints Row. That's right. I did not tell you the incredibly stupid chain of events that led to me installing it. So, I could not justify laying down 60 bucks on Spider-Man, which has been getting a lot of praise. It's mm-hmm. fine. So, I, I bought infamous second son which i did not buy because we didn't have a ps4 at the time and i thought okay that's an open world quality superhero game and it is good except it does that stupid thing where it uses the controller speaker you can't mute so i can't play it when phase asleep oh no i put a headphone in i installed the closest thing i had to open world superheroes on my pc i hadn't beat which was agents of mayhem fletcher just when you're when phase asleep, just plug headphones into the PS4 controller. I think there's a proprietary plug. No, there's right? just also a 16 millimeter jack. That proprietary oh, okay. part is for the headset. Okay, well, never mind then. I wish you had told me that before I installed Agents of Mayhem because now I have a death pact with that game. 
Are you <sighs> going to uninstall it and then kill yourself? Oh no, I'm going to make sure that it is buried in the fucking ground before it lets me go. Who else wants to plug? Well, I don't have much in the way of plugs. Uh, just listen to Boku New Stop. Magbar Sucks is back. Coming out next week. It could have come back this week, but Mark forgot to edit our podcast. <laughs> Mark forgot to edit our podcast. Wait, Magmar Sucks was gone? Yeah. Uh, oh. John was getting <laughs> married, which is why the Patreon Boguna stop didn't mm. run for a while either. Well, Mazatov. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with the show, Facebook, Don't. Twitter, Light X Thrice. <laughs> also, like, rate, and subscribe, and uh, crack open a cold one with your boys on Lightning Strikes well, Thrice. Let's get those hearts going. What is that? Is that what people say? I just, I don't know. I just had to roll <laughs> with it. I, he- I heard the, I heard the crack and the hiss, and I just had to go for the, for the meme. What? What crack and what hiss? What the fuck are you talking about? Fletch, did you open a can in no. front of the microphone? I thought I heard somebody open a can. Are no. you high right now? No, I've just had coffee and, like, a light breakfast. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'll, it's fine. Yeah, Ava, uh, We I, I just watched, last weekend, I watched episode 14, and I still don't know what to think about where this show's going, because that was very weird. What happens? I don't remember what happens, but I'm about to watch it. So tell me what happens. That's the one where they oh, recap every single hold one up, of the angel on, fights. Yeah. We'll see you next time. We'll be getting some fireworks and use none. It'll be an inc- another incredibly light plot episode. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Ciao. Wasting goodbye. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs>